everybody and welcome to mostly focus your one stop chaotic film shop for all things of yeah dang you it. try that again no are you sure yeah i'm pretty sure okay I'm, I'm i'm opening a little different today i'm not worried about it because our lead singer what's his do you know what his name is lead singer smash mouth died today uh, Sean, Sean Hargrove. Sean how? how Some, start with H. Sean something from Smash. Sean Sean from Smash Mouth. He died today, so that was my uh, on off the cuff rendition of All Star. Um, pour one out for our homie uh, Smash Mouth. So um, I'd love to say I hope he was a believer, but I'm going to doubt it. Um, he's probably a believer now. Um, anyway, uh, a little dark humor to start the podcast. Uh, but hopefully, we hope he was saved and he was on his deathbed and saw the Lord. Uh, anyway, hey, listen, welcome to Mostly Film, your one-stop chaotic shop for all things in the world of cinema. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan McCorder, joined by my beautiful co-host, J.P. Payton. It's a beautiful day. I am so excited. I am in such a good mood. Let me go ahead and start by saying I opened my day with a Kim K. Alani um, called Cades or Kim Aids. No, it's not Kim Aids. No, it's Kim Aid. Kim Aid. It's like pink lemonade, Alani. Okay. Then I had a Mountain Dew live wire. Then one of our detail ladies at our dealership brought like 15 Red Bulls in. Had a Red Bull. Yeah. I'm having another Red Bull right now. You are. You know why? I'm trying to... Well, first of all, I'm off work tomorrow. But you want to know the real reason I'm trying to stay caffeinated up? Why don't you tell me? You're going to tell me. This is a podcast. You're going to tell me things. Mother fracking star build. Is out because there's a lot of fracking and yeah, there actually is a Starfield. ton of fracking yeah. in Starfield. <laughs> I'd be mining my little heart out for resources. No, mm-hmm. Starfield's out. I paid $30 to get into. There's all sorts of noises happening right now. I have yes. Violet's monitor up here. The garage is opening right now. Luna knows the sound. Luna, there's all sorts of sounds happening. Just right ignore now. them, people. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. Uh, you know, we're at your house, you get the neighbor mariachi band. No one ever hears yeah, it. No one hears it. You'll hear Luna for sure. Guarantee. Hey, Luna? You're going to hear Jonathan reprimand Luna. I moved the mic away from my face. Yeah. Anyway, listen. So Starfield is out. I paid $30 for it a few nights ago so I could get into it like eight or nine days early. And I'm having the time of my life. I'm about 14 hours in right now. And if you've ever played a Bethesda RPG, so Fallout, Starfield, something along those lines. If you don't like those, you're not going to like Starfield. It is just that times 10 in space and a little way more polished. Um, it's amazing. I went with the space scoundrel role and there's like an overwhelming, I was talking to Garrett today. There's like an overwhelming amount of choices to how you want to set up your person. We're have a little video game, mostly gaming to start the podcast here. There's like an overwhelming amount of choices. So I chose space scoundrel for my man Han Solo. And then you get to choose three perks. All right. And one of them is called kid stuff. And what's neat about that one is if you choose kid stuff, when you go back home to New Atlantis, when you unlock that, you yeah. have a mom and dad that looks like your character build. Okay. That's back home when they like, every time you see them, it's a different life story. They tell you, you have memories, they give you gifts. Your old kid's room is there. It's just a little neat perk you get. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't have parents. But I wanted to have parents in the game, so I thought that was super neat. Uh, also chose Hero Worship. And if anybody played Oblivion, an old Bethesda RPG that pre came before Skyrim, yep. they brought back the annoying NPC from that game. And he's your like number one fan and follows you around and hero worships oh, you. Wow. It's great. And the other one I chose was a house of enlightenment. It's like a religious perk. Um, anyway, no Starfield's amazing. If anybody was on the fence and you're an Xbox guy or a PC guy, cause guess what losers you have to be. Cause it's exclusive. Cause Xbox owns Bethesda. Uh, it's great. You should definitely play it. Cause it's amazing. You don't believe me. Ask Garrett, certified man of God. He'll tell you. I mean, I'm a certified man of God too, but Garrett's like, you know, he's got the cloth. Yeah, he gets so he got the cloth. Um, anyway, yeah, that's what I've been doing because as we'll discuss today, I only watched one movie this week, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. I watched part of Elemental and I watched part of uh, Goblet of Fire, but didn't finish either one of them, so I didn't log them. Well, maybe you can give us a little bit of uh, insight into some of that, but yeah, we can wait. Yeah, but mostly, no, no I, I sent you, I did let you know, I said, hey, just so you know, my life is about to be absorbed. Totally. I understand. Because you've been playing Baldur's Gate been, 3. I got Baldur's Gate 3. Which let I me tell be, you I guys. I gotta wait for that one. Let me tell you guys, yeah, I got the deluxe early access. Uh, See, I have my PS5 only. right there, but I'm waiting for it to come out to Xbox in November. So. Yeah, that's fine. Um, let me tell you. When we're talking about tabletop, like, games, I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, dabbled in some D over the years nothing super nothing super serious but understand the gist Baldur's gate 3 is so freaking immersive the story like 
it's like I it's like I'm a part of a movie, which is a lot of movie, a lot of games now, but whole other level because of how kind of like a telltale like have you played a lot of big games? Like you didn't play Hogwarts Legacy, right? Yeah. Not much. Did you beat it? I didn't beat it, but did you play Red Dead Redemption 2? Yes. Oh, it's okay. I did not beat that one either though. But I oh, watch playthroughs. I I watch playthroughs of these games. So story wise, I'm familiar. I did play through Ragnarok and, okay. and God Award for the most reason. Um have not Horizon. I've got a friend that swears by it. I have um, them both. They're both great. Yeah. Point being though, all those Ratchet games, Clank. it's it's like it's it's just different, man. It's really different. The same way you've got hours and hours that you're gonna put into Starfield. Like I, I can see it for Bowler's Gate. And yeah, it it's, that's the problem, though. I'm gonna be doing this for Starfield literally in September. <sighs> yeah, I'll probably play this all the way up to mid October, and then yeah. I might, I still may not beat it because like Skyrim's the closest, like hundred plus hour, probably two hundred plus hour game I've gotten closest to hundred percent in completing. No, you really played Skyrim. I played Skyrim. It came out 2011. I probably yeah. played and beat the main story eight or nine times. Yeah, Skyrim's like the well, one. That's like a fraction of the amount of game that you can actually get through of it though. Oh, right. I know. Yeah, so I'm yeah, saying I've just, I've played it through so much. I at least beat the main storyline yeah, every time gotcha. with a different playthrough, but I've done all the DLC totally. time and time again. Skyrim's. Have you played Skyrim? Uh, yes, but I've not been. <laughs> oh, you got to go worst, back and play I'm Skyrim, bro. Video games. No. Oh, Skyrim's Skyrim's worth to go back. I know. I've, I've, I've went back multiple times and tried. It's just, it's too, it's. For all you sensitive folks, earmuffs, earmuffs real quick. How big's your penis? It's there's no there's no like difference in size that you can do. What I thought yeah. it was like very you could customize your penis and stuff. No, it's it's just uh whether you got the top up or down really. What? Yeah. Circumcised or uncircumcised? Yeah. You can choose that. Yeah, and then bush. Okay, well, but like in Cyberpunk, have you played Cyberpunk? Twenty seventy seven. Seen playthroughs of Cyberpunk. Now that one you can customize size. I, width. I, I wouldn't have seen that. Oh, you can do that. Yeah. So okay, well, I thought maybe no, you could have like monster like monster jocks no. or something like that. Okay, but it is the character development. Like it is, it is like filling out that character sheet for the first time, and the backstory, all that stuff you can do for it. It's awesome. So hmm. can't wait. Well, good. So you've been doing a little gaming too. I have. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm glad. Normally, it's just me who's been doing the gaming. Other than that, you've been doing anything else? I've watched. I've watched more movies than you this that's week. Rarity. Actually, yeah, wouldn't um, have happened if I didn't have Starfield. Yeah, and I had four I'll, movies queued up to watch, including the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. and talk to me. And I'll be honest, like I, I was a, I forced myself to watch them because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to sit down here at this time and you shame me for not watching anything. Yeah. I owe it to the pod. I, I owe it to you, the listener, to to watch movies and 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 you're going to be sad. Them. The reason I didn't watch Talk to Me, I'm not watching it. With yes, you. you hell, not the hell you are. Watching. You were watching Talk to Me no, before I'm not. Spooky Season. As we get closer, that's going to be a closer to Halloween one. Maybe we pair it up with Hereditary and get them both out of our system in the mm-hmm. same week. It's totally different. I'm not watching it. What do you mean it's totally different? It's going to be totally different. Then Hereditary? They're yeah. both demonic. We. This is a Thursday night pod talk. It is? It's no. I'm saying We can talk like, about spooky season stuff no, on the Tuesdays episodes. We, 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 got, we got a lot of stuff to go over. All right. So let's just get into some trailers. Let's talk about the Saltburn trailer. Yes. So, so this... Early, early release. Uh, this Tell came you out Ride. at Sundance. No, Tell you Ride. I thought this came out at Sundance too. It might. I'm pretty have. sure I remember seeing this at Sundance. Cause I'm okay. pretty sure Tyler watched. Well, it. it's it's getting the buzz again mm-hmm. out of Tell you Ride. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what Garrett and Leslie want. IKEA uh, Tell you Ride. Okay. <laughs> trying to find one for him. Gotcha. By the way, <laughs> any of you people, we deliver across the United States of America. You need a car? I got gotcha. you. Benton Ford. Call Benton Ford. Ask for Jolly Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Although now they're starting to call me John o- Johnny Auto Seeds because instead of everybody, everybody else is in the right now business. Well, I got to sell right now. I'm like, I'm going to plant my seeds and water that seed till they mm. come by. Mm. And when I say plant my seed, I'm not talking about my sperm seed. I'm talking about my I think it was car in, seeds. In, yeah, that was pretty plain and clear. That I was talking about my car seeds. Yes. You never know. Especially with our Thursday pod coming up with Titan. Um. See, that was a good tra- segue. That Come was on. a great segue. Too bad we're talking up. about freaking trailers. We're talking about Saltburn. <laughs> it's only a tra- it's only a transition if you're actually transitioning to something. That's fine. That matters. Anyway, let's talk about Saltburn. Barry Keoghan and Jacob Arody, Arody and Roseman yeah. Pike's new film. Yeah. First of all, if that cast didn't already have you going, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what will because it looks great. Uh, I think it's... So I'm going to explain it very bad. Yeah. 
and I'll, I'll fill in the blanks. And Jacob Elrody meet somewhere at they're, college or something. They are, they are at a boarding school, it looks Close. like. Jacob Elrody has, or Barry Keoghan has the hots for Jacob Elrody, or at least it's heavily alluded they're, to. They're in, the, they're in a boarding school that is basically, it's they're going home for the, the winter or summer. Mm-hmm. They're going away for holidays, and Barry Keoghan's character is not going home. He says he doesn't want to, alludes that family's bad, and whatever his Jacob name, Elrody. Jacob's character yeah, is like, well, why don't you come to Saltburn? It's his family's probably summer home. And hey, we get a rare oh, Abby sighting. Hi. I want you, the reason, twofold, so you can have Violet B, so you can ask JP on air the question you asked me this morning. Okay, here. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what's coming? Okay. Okay, on a scale of zero to ten. Yeah. What do you rate Ryan Reynolds? Like how hot is Ryan? Oh, um, early Ryan Reynolds. No, right, right now. Right, right, right now. Old, like weathered Ryan Reynolds. He's probably an eight, seven and a half, eight. Uh oh. Uh, he's gonna have to watch the TikTok to find out for himself. Am I? Am I gay for Ryan Reynolds? Uh, oh wow. Maybe not for Ryan Reynolds. Oh, just oh wow. If you, if wow. you say confidently nine to ten, you're probably straight. If you say zero to five, you're definitely straight. I just if cons- you say six to eight. Wow. I just considered myself a very like honest and like straightforward person. I'm good character, good judgment. And I think I'm more of a Ryan Gosling girly though. Acting wise, sure. Friend wise and hot wise. Like one of, no one can hear you. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is a better actor. Ryan Go- Reynolds is probably a better dude. But anyway, yes. here's here's the deal. When she asked me that this morning, I asked. I mean, for going looks alone, Ryan Reynolds seven F. Oh, seven and a half, definitely gay. Definitely gay. <laughs> According to this TikTok, but when you get the whole when you get the whole package. Well, I said he's a nine personality boosting to a ten. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect, perfect specimen. Anyway, what I was saying is, this older dude, he's in his mid forties. Yes. I asked this question. He goes, "I'd f the out of Ryan Reynolds." <laughs> and I was like, "Wow." Then I told Abby that she goes, "Well, you two are definitely fine." I was yeah. Like, yeah, you guys passed the test, and she even sent me. I'm glad TikTok. I could fail live on air. You're welcome. Yeah. So, thank you. That was my wife. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So anyway, Saltburn. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Barry I, Kogan's character obviously has like some kind of like infatuation. Like, yes, he's he's he watches he watches Jacob Arodi have like yeah, these orgies. It's almost it's door. almost stalkerish. Yeah. So uh, it looks like it's like it almost starts out like it's like a call me by your name, which I haven't seen, so I don't really know. It's a good example. Call call me by your name vibes. And yeah. then all of a sudden, it gives you killing of a sacred deer lobster vibes too. So yeah, I am. Uh, I'm all here for Saltburn. It's probably going to be either super hit or miss with me, though. I don't think this ends up being like a three and a half star or anything for uh-huh. me. I think this is going to either going to be like a four and a half or like a two and a half three. Well, based off what we're hearing, the Barry Keoghan performance is like it's awesome. Absolutely, well, like almost everything I've ever seen with Barry Keoghan has been awesome. So yeah, yeah. Unless he's unless it's just like a secondary one off character. Yeah, and even yeah. then, like he, he's like, he's a senior scene scene like stiller. in the Banshees of Sharon. Yeah. No, so, I mean, he's yeah. kind of a secondary character there. Mm-hmm. He's fecking fingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was when we were watching uh, Gobble to Fire, I forgot Mad Eye Moody. He's like, why do I know who that is? Who is that? It's Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. Like that, though. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, Saltburn looks fantastic. I'm all in on Saltburn. I'm also not as de- not as in on this next one. Okay. <laughs> um, and this goes into my Christian views because I don't know how blasphemous this is going to be. I don't even know if it's blasphemy thing. That's what for I'm saying. Me. I can't tell. It's not for me. It may be. It for just me. doesn't. It just does not. It's Lakeith Stanfield and James McAvoy, and... which is like saying something. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, James McAvoy? He plays Pontius Pilate, I think, in this film, or like the Roman centurion guard. That's who that was. Yeah, that did not look like James McAvoy. Yeah, it's got a pretty, pretty sneaky, weighty cast. Anyway, the Book of Clarence takes place, follows this Jew who living at the same time as Jesus, and he's like. They're like watching Jesus do all these miracles and stuff like that. And he's like, you know what? I want to do that. And his friend's like, what do you mean you want to do that? He goes, I'm going to do that. So he goes on this like crusade to be the, his own Jesus and like builds his own following, like fakes miracles. and all. He's like a ultimate charlatan. And but at the same time, Jesus is alive. So you just don't, you never know how that's going to pan out. But I mean, that's literally the best description I can give you. Uh, looking at the cast, um, 
Benedict Cumberbatch also is going to be making an appearance. Judas. No, <laughs> I don't think so. He pay a hell of a Judas. Uh, yeah, Alfre Woodard. Yeah, it, she's she's great, amazing. Uh, yeah, it's a it's an interesting cast. You've got uh, Caleb McLaughlin from uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Who's John the Baptist? Uh, David. Oh, Oanzio, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I've yeah, seen him on a ton of stuff. Werewolves Within, sneaky good movie, came out a few Halloween seasons ago. I'm going to have that on our spooky movie. Yeah, he was season the to sheriff watch. in Silo as well. Yes. So, yes. Good stuff. Yep. Anyway, yeah, uh, Book of Clarence, I don't really have anything else to say about that. It, it may be good. It's going to be fine, I think, for me, one way or the other. It kind of feels like a cultural, like more cultural than anything. Like there's well, also, some, like, there's just, like some weird dance numbers and. You know. It's got. It looks like it's gonna have some Jay Z tracks and stuff like that yeah. exclusively to it. I yeah. literally think that's what it said at the end. It kind of. It's funny because this kind of reminds me like we just saw this for that uh, Mel Brooks thing we talked about on Hulu a few months ago. Uh, yeah, History of the World Part Two. Yeah. It kind of gives me that same vibe. Yeah, a little bit, but maybe a little more serious. But yeah, Book of Clarence. Meh. I'm not really here nor there on that one. Uh, but what I am here for is Ferrari, and oh my gosh, oh, Adam Driver is so hot with his gray hair. Ten out of ten. That is 11 that out, is of 10. 10 out of 10. If Ryan Reynolds is a 10 out of 10, <laughs> Adam Driver is an 11 out of 10 with his gray gray hair. But no, seriously, Ferrari made me feel things. Like, I had to, like, cross my legs and pinch them real tight during that trailer because... You're just really leaning into this now, aren't you? You're just really leaning. <laughs> <laughs> leaning into what? I don't know what you're talking about. A little to the right. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, Ferrari, Michael Mann, you know, from Heat. It's his new film. Uh, sorry, and Adam Driver. Um and Penelope Cruz, and there's more. Oh, um, C, uh, C uh, what's her name? Weird. Sierra. Shalene, uh, Sh- Shalene Woodley. Shalene Woodley. Shalene Woodley. Yeah, from To Catch a Killer. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's got a good cast, but as a whole, this movie just, Adam Driver looks explosive. He looks phenomenal. Hair and makeup look fantastic. This is an Oscar contender for probably best picture, best actor, costume design, makeup and hairstyling, like, this has and this coming out in December. I am all in on Ferrari. I don't know about all of that. I do. I think screenplay, especially now be, that we're going to be losing some because of the writer strike. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not going to win. It's it, it killing will, of a sacred deer. Killing of a sacred deer. Flowers of a killer moon. Yeah. It's probably going to win, and then Oppenheimer is going to be right there with it. Yeah. Those are your two to watch. Now, granted, there's going to be some sneakies. and I still am still, despite all the controversy, Magazine Dreams is going to get Oscar buzz. Jonathan Majors does such a dang good job in that film. Once that gets a mass release, it's, it's going to be hard. I can't. I can't wait for you to watch magazine. I mean, if we're, if we're being honest, we could dabble on some news topics. But the uh, well, not art for today, but in the past, the whole if there was a time to do magazine dreams, it would be this year because you wouldn't have to worry about Jonathan Majors being around to have to the back and forth of oh, do we publicize? Mm-hmm. him with this and you just release it and let it be yeah um but anyways back to ferrari like michael mann's just back yeah bro absolutely back i mean He's, did he ever really go anywhere i haven't seen it but black uh black box i mean hemsworth hemsworth oh, black hat black hat yes, yeah it's, yeah, black yeah. Hat. Ah, it's pretty good that's like, under, I think it's underrated. Yeah. It was it's not uh, the problem with people like, like Michael Mann, people think Michael Mann, heat, heat, Michael Mann, heat, heat. You know? Yeah. It's not collateral. Heat. Collateral. I, I like it better than heat. That's bold, but I do I do I really enjoy collateral. collateral. Now granted, I saw collateral before I saw heat. Yeah. Um <laughs> I saw collateral in theaters and man dude, collateral was like freaking just mind blowing to me. Um but no, he heat's fantastic. One that one that I've like search for and never been able to find it and I don't want to look at it where we normally look for it. It's Thief. Um James Conn, like one of one of his I don't know more that one. out mm. Yes you do. You know James Conn. No, I know I know that. I don't oh. know the movie Thief. Yeah, it's uh I think it was actually before he was eighty one. He came out in ninety five. Yeah. James Conn came out? No it, that that movie came oh, out. Oh, I thought you said James Conn. It wasn't 81. He came out in 85. No, I was like, it, Bro, what? it came out before. It's sad, did. though, when I think of James Conn. I think of Elf first thing, though. Yeah, that's uh, it's rough. Um, But anyways, Adam Driver, the uh, stoic, like, performance that he's given. Um, wrap that in with the freaking adrenaline of all these Ferraris racing. She's and- stuck? No. Oh, yeah, she is. 
Luna, I was watching. I was like, what's going on with you? <laughs> getting her, her claw stuck. In yeah, her. I was so confused. I was like, something's not right with her leg. Yeah. Um, just rescuing dogs here on the pod. Um, yeah, I, I think this is like, I saw somewhere someone said this was like, um, oh, shoot. The Godfather meets like the Italian job. Like, not Italian job, but like, it's just I mean, that makes crazy. sense, actually. I mean, um. But yeah, it, it's weird seeing this like as a neon movie. It makes sense because it's European, but well, neon I feel like also gets a little bit of a bad rap because there are some of their last few films that like Pig, Ferrari. Uh, I mean, I didn't like it, but How to Blow Up a Pipeline, like yeah, you know. Speaking of which, you never watched that. I'm surprised. I know. I'm, I will watch it. It blows. Don't... You don't have to watch it. It's one of my least favorite films of this year. You, I did not like it. Two and a half stars for me. That's you low. You did not mean to just reference it blows. No, to I a... literally did that on purpose. I smirked okay. at you when I said it. Yeah. Well, I said it blows. Attention. You should have. Uh, yeah. But no, Ferrari looks fantastic. You have anything else to say about Ferrari? Nothing. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Almost as much as I'm looking forward to. Actually, no, no, no. Reverse that. Marginally less than Ferrari. I'm looking forward to David Fincher's new film. You're looking forward. So which one are you looking forward to more? Ferrari. Really? Than the killer, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I love. Michael I'm gonna Mann. get more enjoyment out of the killer. Okay, but I'm going to appreciate Ferrari more. I yeah, I can. Can I, I will rewatch the killer more than I will rewatch Ferrari. I think. I mean, I'm I'm open to be. But it's kind of like the marriage story. A marriage story. What's well, I think it's some of Adam Driver's best work. It's phenomenal. Yeah. But I'd rather watch 65 more than Marriage Story. And a lot of people don't like 65. Find 65 more enjoyable. It's a dinosaur sci-fi romp. Like yeah. sign me all the way in, man. Uh, do you ever watch that one? No. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So the killer, Michael Fassbender, and Tilda Swinton, and then a bunch of other names that I recognize but can't t- tell you offhand, like what they're in. Uh, but it was David Fincher's new movie, who did Seven and um, Mama Drawn. Gone Blank. Girl. Yep. And he's such a prestigious director, and I can't think of a single movie he's done right now. Why am I blanking? It's me too. Because well, I was watching Luna Licker twat, and then now. Uh, seven. Uh. Fight Club, Gone Girl, yeah. Seven, Social Network, Zodiac, Curious Case of Benjamin oh. Button, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, The Game. Yeah. Yeah, so if that doesn't explain why we're excited for the killer, I don't know what will. Uh, but this looks so good. The editing, the style, plus you know with it being David Fincher, there's going to be substance too. But yeah. just the style of the trailer alone, this is like, imagine if John Wick was artsy. I, well, I was going to say like, what if John Wick was funny? Because I think this will be like... Oh, yeah, it'll be cheeky. This will be sneaky cheeky. Oh, yeah. But... Did you say sneaky cheeky? I did. I, I didn't mean to say it. I really like that. Oh, I could tell. Like, like that a lot. Sneaky cheeky. So, yeah, anyways. Sneaky cheeky. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit and marinate on that one for a little bit. What's your favorite David Fincher film? <laughs> Dang really- it, it was so loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got real quiet for a minute. Normally, if that means that means I'm calling somebody, and it's yep. because I, I I heard JP say sneaky cheeky, and I needed somebody else to know that this this exists. Follow me. So, um. Anyway, but no, the the killer looks fantastic. I am all in on it. Uh, it's weird that it's a Netflix movie. Like a lot of these big directors are getting like some Netflix yeah. deals, uh, which is good for Netflix, but um, interesting. It, yeah, and I think with like the the landscape of like all the strikes and everything coming out you've got thankfully neon is a little bit more independent they're not kind of beefing with all their actors and everything that's why mm-hmm. adam driver is kind of kind of in the forefront of all this yeah um, he actually gets to promote his movie yeah he's promoting it and uh i think apple and netflix are so independent of all this like financially that they are just going to roll them out regardless because they can they can advertise it differently, whereas all these big companies like Warner Brothers, um, Universal, like all them, like they kind of rely on the interviews, the publicity, the all that that goes into uh, promoting these movies. So yeah, I think it'll be it'll be a lot of these uh, streamers that are going to be pushing a lot of these movies come towards the end of the year mm-hmm. and uh yeah we'll see we'll see yeah. what actually comes I, out i'm excited i'm excited you didn't put it on here the last trailer godzilla minus one. Oh yeah 
Nothing really to say, except this looks like a really good go Godzilla movie. Go watch it. Movie. Yeah, go watch it if you like Japanese. Um, well, they had Shin Godzilla that came out a few years ago. Yeah. That everybody loved, apparently. But yeah. I didn't like the Godzilla style. Now, I'm not, I don't follow all the manga. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Sure. Not magna. Manga? Manga, is that it? Manga, manga, it doesn't matter. It's okay. like Raymond Ramen. Yeah. Uh, I don't follow all like the Godzilla lore. Uh, I don't either. You know, what, you know what Godzilla I cut my teeth on? You're gonna tell me. 1998, Matthew Broderick, baby. Yeah. That's the Godzilla I cut my teeth on. Uh, so everything's better than that. But this looks good. Godzilla minus one looks great. Um, that's the end of the trailer roundup. You know what that means, guys, guys, girls, ladies, men, theys, and thems. It is time for what we've been watching. And for me, it is shockingly light. That's because, as I mentioned earlier, I've been playing Starfield. And I have no regrets about it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to start. I watched The Last Voyage of the Demeter, which was directed by Andre Ovredol, uh, who's directed a handful of movies. I have not seen any of them, uh, except for Scary, Story, Scary Stories Told in the Dark, which is produced by Guillermo del Toro. It's pretty good. Um, that's not great either. Uh, and he also directed The Autopsy of Jane Doe and Troll Hunter and some other stuff. I just, I don't know. Um, I'm looking through his filmography and he produced Produced Uma with the girl with the lady from um, Grey's Anatomy. What's her name? Stephanie. Shoot. No. Uh, Sandra O. Oh, oh Sandra. Sandra. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's the director. Uh, so the Voyage of the Demeter is based on a short story from Strom Broker's Dracula book. Yep. Uh, it's a series of captain's logs from a sh- the Voyage of the Demeter, and they turned it into a film. Um, so it's kind of like the legend of Dracula come to life. Uh, it's about this crew on the ship, the Demeter, uh, and they all have to survive this voyage to London um, from Carpathia. Uh, and they're each night as nighttime comes, you know, they're stalked and killed one by one by some looming presence, uh, which obviously as the thing goes on, it's a Dracula who starts off super weak and frail and turns into this sadistic demonic being looking thing. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great. So I gave this movie three stars. Yeah, because it had and it could have been more it had so much potential. The atmosphere was great. It looks great. The lighting's great. Those practical like there's a lot of feels like at least practical designs here or uh practical. You know what I'm saying? Not visual effects, uh not or not CGI, uh practical. That's yeah. the right. Okay. It's questioning myself here. So it has some really good design pieces, uh singular location, but they do a lot with what it is. Uh the cast I thought was all real strong, which is it's led by Corey Hawkins, which He's in a ton of stuff. Like he's in The Black Klansman. He's in Tragedy of Macbeth, Into the Heights, uh, Straight Out of Compton. Like I've seen him in a ton of stuff, but yet he's so unfamiliar to me. Uh, the main person I knew was Liam Cunningham, who plays. Uh, did you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. What is his name? I I don't remember. He was uh, Cabbage Knight or whatever his name is. The Cabbage Knight. Isn't that what they called him? I don't remember that. Um. They don't do Game of Thrones isn't on here. Whatever. Liam Cunningham, he's in it. He plays the captain here. Yeah. I know him from Game of Thrones. Um, so <laughs> this film really had so much potential. I really, like I said, the characters on the practical effects are great. Uh, and like the design of Dracula, it's a Dracula movie. should have had more Dracula in it. It's just this thing they talk about and all of a sudden people go go missing and die and it's brutal and it's bloody, but it doesn't really show you Dracula until like two or three times in the whole film. Uh, it's a hundred it's two hours long, 119 minutes. It's too long. They could have tightened this up into like an hour and an hour, an hour and 10. No, probably not that short. No, about an hour 20. I think an hour and a half would have even been too long for what they made this film, but an hour, 15 hour 20, I think would have been perfect for this movie. Um, and it would have been a lot more effective because they could have cut some of the, what I call cheese out of this film. It's just, some, yeah some cheese to answer your question from earlier uh liam cunningham played davos davos, or davos davos seaworth yeah very uh very big fan favorite early on in the series but Who, like many others in the show met a terrible demise but anyway yeah that's all i watched it was good i don't i don't i don't not recommend it so yeah i will probably not watch it um not because of that review i just didn't really seem like something i would just Commit that time to, but you know what I will commit time to? A good courtroom drama, uh, especially one that is starring Richard Richard Gere, 
And I asked Edward, Dawson about this film today. I was like, you know this film? He's like, no, I don't. He's never watched Primal Fear? I don't think so. I Whoa. described it to him, then I showed it to him on Letterboxd. Like, he gave it four stars. That's that's pretty high praise. I mean... I can't wait to hear about it. I didn't even read the description I, so, on purpose because I wanted you to tell me about it. So, I'm not going to go into details because you need to watch it. Um, If you haven't watched it. Have you, you haven't watched this? No, I've never seen Primal. I've never heard of this film even. Bro. Actually, I think I've heard of it, but I, I don't know much about it. Um, So, Primal Fear is a courtroom drama... Uh, it came out in 1996 by Gregory um, Hoblet. I, I think that's how you pronounce that. Um, but it's basically about a arrogant, successful uh, defense attorney, you know, very powerful uh, defense attorney that basically, uh, you know, your, your typical believes the person's innocent, like goes out of his way. Um, well, there is a murder of an archbishop, um, Catholic archbishop, and um, the murder is a 19, I think, or 20-year-old choir boy, altar boy yeah, uh, for the church, played by Edward Norton. It's just so so sad that anytime you say altar boy, I immediately think bad things about the church. Well, this time, in this time of year, 96, early 2000s, like that was like... It was very prominent, so it was still. Like the molest- it was, so this is the thing part. Of it was very fresh. Okay. Is what I mean. Okay. Okay. So okay. It, it, that's why it's like, it's more. It's not on the nose as much as it. Is. It wasn't as much on the nose as it is probably now. Um, but yeah, he, um, Edward Norton's character, um, basically is found bloodied, and um, before anybody can even say anything, um, Gears character, you know, the attorney. Steps in and says he'll do it pro bono because he's going to get all the publicity and all that. And, right. And uh, as they dig deeper into kind of like what's the motive or what really happened, we find out that there's much more um, underneath the surface as to why um, these things might have happened. And uh, it's just a amazing performance. I just can't picture. Is this spooky? No. Okay. I thought there Primal is, Fear, maybe there were some spooky vibes to it. Because I've been trying, as, as you probably noticed in a trend, like The Last Voyage of the Demeter, it's a spooky film, but yeah. I'm not going to watch it, have you or I watch it, or me and Abby watch it. I'm just trying to watch more spooky films between no, now and then. I've oh, I've found I've found something out, because it's been a while since I've just really gotten into watching movies that we just haven't said that we were going to watch here. So, things that kind of just like get me back into it, it's uh, any kind of, you turn on a trailer, and it's got like electronic drums plan <laughs> yeah so you're thinking like law and order svu yes yeah okay it, dude you throw that and a trailer that's like lays out the whole plot of the movie before you even watch it so you basically know what you're watching <laughs> you gotta watch angel heart man <laughs> what was that this movie? sound it's i talked about it like with uh months ago with yeah. uh robert de niro and uh mickey rourke young mickey rourke yes Bro, yeah that's this sound that's you just described the movie your perfect movie was it were we talking? No, it was. I was talking with Sam about this, the island. Oh, with uh, uh yeah, so McGregor that movie, and Scarlett Johansson. So that and, movie in a whole. So that that movie in a whole, like, if you knew nothing about it, and you just went and watched it. The twist of that is like amazing. Mm-hmm. The execution, the island. Little, yeah, 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 yeah. It, the twist and everything. Oh, nothing but you, about that film. If is you not... watch the trailer, though, it tells you. Oh yeah, the twist. I remember that because I remember seeing the trailer for it, then watching the movie, and I was like, wow. They just went and told you. <laughs> yeah. But that was just normal back then. Yeah. But this is 90s. But anyways, Primal Fear, Edward Norton, though, sneaky, sneaky good. Um, this is obviously uh before um Fight Club. And I'll just say, like, it's it's pretty uh the casting makes sense based off his performance. Because yeah, I can't picture Richard Gere. Yeah. In any movie called Primal Fear, yeah, unless, it, unless it's a seductress thing. Known for is he, is he a gay Catholic priest? No, he's the attorney. Oh, maybe I misunderstood you. I know you were talking about how this was. This movie isn't about like an abused altar boy, is it? Yes. Oh, it actually is about an abused altar boy. Yes, the the abused altar boy is the one like the he's the um, defendant. Like oh, he's the one accused. I thought I was just reading too much into what you were saying. No, he's oh, the one really accused. He's the one accused of killing him, but whenever they okay. get into the actual case, 
they they're trying to find motive and all this they they find out all this other stuff that unfolds yeah um, okay so yeah it's it, it's really good hmm Sounds good. I like Edward Norton. So yeah, and uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm really not a big Richard Gere fan, though. Oh, th- this is a good Richard Gere performance. Okay. Um, it's I'll not. It it's not list. your Pretty Woman. Um, pretty Woman. Whatever. Walking down. You associate the him with. Yeah. Um, wasn't he in something recently that was decent? I do not know. I do, I don't really think I know much Richard Gere. He was in Days of Heaven. That's a uh, Terrence Malick. I don't see. Any, I don't see anything. Anything of yeah. his that I'm looking at right now and being like, "Dang, yeah. I love Richard Gere." I think I heard it, Jackals. Jackals good. I gotcha. Um. So, anyways, watch watch Primal Fear sometime soon. Yeah, I have um, my list. I'll give it a go. Let Dawson know that he needs to watch as well. Will. We'll be fine. I will. Um. The other thing I finally watched was Biosphere. Um. I'm so, smiling at you. I, I can't. Know. First, you got to say. What Caitlin? What scene? So, Talk about it first, and then I want you to explain where Caitlin walked out. So Jonathan watched this a while back, and I not had a while, not just a yet. Couple weeks ago. Yeah, a few weeks ago. Um, I hadn't watched it yet, so he didn't go into the movie details. Yeah, because you told me Sunday I undersold it. That's because I didn't spoil anything. I I said so. I literally said to went back and listen. To talk about this any further is to spoil the film. But you ended up telling me though. No. You ended up telling me everything. I didn't mean to. I thought I saved some goodies. In you there. might not have said it on the pod, but you ended up telling me probably off pod. Oh, okay. Well, it didn't ruin it for so you. So we are going to talk about it now. Spoilerly. So if you would like, just skip ahead 10 minutes. Because it's still new. Biosphere yeah, just came, it out came out a month yeah, ago. Yeah, it came out this. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, my gosh. Mark Duplass is a genius, man. He's a freaking amazing. I can't wait for you to watch Creep 1 and 2. I, he's, he's basically indie Paul Rudd. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, love like that. every like you're not everybody knows about him, but the people that know about him absolutely love and the people him. that know about him discovered him in the league. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and he's just super, super. I always thought Taco would have the best career. <laughs> I did not making his three penis um, one. So yeah, uh, Biosphere, absolutely insane. The whole the whole premise, really. <laughs> I mean. For a movie that is an hour, two hours, basically, uh, and it's not too long. Like for what this is, I, 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 I it could shave off 10, 15 minutes. I yes, think. as a whole, though, it's not as long as I. It doesn't feel as long as it is at parts. So when the movie's clicking, it's clicking. When it's slow, it feels extra slow. So let's get into some of the details of the movie. Yeah, I absolutely. I was I was glad how quickly they went into the. The evolution thing mm-hmm. with the fish, ba- yeah. Basically, your testicles and, and penis transforming into a vulva and urethra. Um, well, for recap, President recap, of the United States, cabinet secretary, yeah, or whatever. in a fallout shelter, and they've been there for years. Um, no hope for any other survival outside of this place. And uh, Sterling K. Brown's or Sterling, no, Sterling K. Brown, his character is was an advisor. To Mark was basically tasked. Yeah, yeah, was basically tasked with building this place. So he, super smart, has the whole thing figured out, and the whole ecosystem of this place is basically running on this little pond that they have, little little trough of, I guess, just fish um, that help everything function. Um, when the fish dies, it's tough luck; they'll eat it, but. As long as there's a, a male and a female, they'll repopulate yeah, and they it, have to it'll be strategic going. about it. Well, yeah. one of the females dies, and with such, um, there's no repopulating, uh, which mm-hmm. causes the president to spiral and starts not feeling well um, while the president's recouping. Um, the one of the they notice one of the fish is changing, changing colors. Yes, come to find out, he's. Going turning to a, a she yes <laughs> yes and uh sterling k brown's character basically uh comes to the assumption that this is a rapid evolution you know forced upon by extreme circumstances and um once he comes to this realization uh the mark duplass character um realizes he is going through the same thing and uh we watch him go through basically a sex change he's growing boobs 
Um, <laughs> yep. The the running scene, whenever he, you know, because they would they would start their day just running in the circle, and it's just it, it's absolutely insane um, to to watch. Um, so but, yeah, what part did Caitlin happen to? So there, so there comes this on? point where the fish. The change that happened, it laid eggs and all these fish were born and Marty Plus' character realizes, hey, we got a chance here. We can repopulate the world. You're just going to have to have sex with me. And so... And he's like, bro, I ain't gay. And he's like, it's not gay. <laughs> yes. He Which, goes, I literally have a vagina was, and boobs. Yeah, there was a good conversation. There's there is a, a dialogue in this that it, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm 100% on board, but it was like, it was it wasn't too heavy. But yeah. it was. Would you have sex with me to repopulate the world? Are we the only two? Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was watching this at home alone while Caitlin was at. She went to work out. When she gets home, <laughs> um, it is the point where the two characters are basically they've decided they're going to have sex, but how they're going to have sex, they're not sure. So the moment. Sterling K feels like he is about to, he's going to just turn around and stick it in. <laughs> what he doesn't know is he's turning around and going to stick it into Mark Duplass, who has a sheet with a hole cut in the middle. That before he blows his load, the sheet comes down. Yes, that was. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. It's, it's Kyle, isn't it? Hey, hang on. Uh, you're on the pod. Oh, shocker. It's Tanner, actually. Oh, wow. Hey, Tanner. What's up? <laughs> hey, listen. So there's a movie me and JP are discussing right now. We've been laughing. So it's called Biosphere, okay? I'm going to give you just a very, very, very brief rundown of the part we're talking about. I just think you should ask him the question. Uh, JP says I should ask you the question out of context. So if all of a sudden you and I... I got to have a little context or else it's going to... He's going to hard Fine, no, go understandably. Uh, I'm going to ask you the question first with no context. Would you have sex with me to repopulate the world? No. Would you have sex with JP to repopulate the world? I'm, 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 He's offended. Not saying I'm no. offended now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you need context because I knew it was to be an outright no beforehand. Okay, so this movie we watched called Biosphere, Mark Duplass and Sterling K. Brown are in. It's a president, it's a former president and his like chief of staff. Is Sterling K. Brown Is Sterling K. Brown what? Oh no! Yes, yes, yes. He's in that. Yes. Sorry, you're cutting out a little bit, so I had to interpret what you were saying. Okay. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's those two, and it's the it's uh they're in like a fallout shelter, and they've been down there for years and years and years and years and years, like no hope of getting out. And long story short, um, one Mark Duplass's character ends up losing his balls and wiener, and grows a vagina and boobs. And in order to repopulate the world, they're like, hey, I know we're bros and we're both straight, but we have to do this. So they put a cover over the other and put a hole where it should be and they do the deed. I don't, I don't like it. And it takes. <laughs> it takes. It works. <laughs> but then when they're doing it, the sheet falls off his face and you see his face because he still looks like a guy. <laughs> so me and JP are having an ethics conversation up here on the podcast. I'm going to call Tanner right now. Yeah. I, I don't like it a bit. I don't like that you wanted to call <laughs> <laughs> Well, Tanner, I, if, if I had to, I'd have sex with you to repopulate. Oh. JP said all. In uh, silence. It's uh, uh, <laughs> actually, actually, for what it's worth, I would just say, hey, let's maintain our friendship. If they had a Nintendo down there, I just wouldn't need to repopulate yeah. the planet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we just starve and then that'd just be the end of humanity. I think so, too. That's where I am. I uh, I would not do the other, so... But it's great. You need to watch the movie Biosphere in your free time. It's a it's a you movie. Yeah, you would enjoy. Not going through now. <laughs> <laughs> it's no worse than Men. You, the ending oh, of no. Men. Yeah, if you can handle the ending of Men, you can handle Biosphere. That's um, nothing like. Great movie. Great. Movie. Wow. Wow. That's hot. Hey. I think no. It, it it really wasn't. It was terrible. But it, oh, okay. oh, I thought yeah. you were being serious. Like wow. I mean, I, it had some shocking I say, moments. Boy, do we have a movie for you for yeah. Thursday? Yeah. We're going Oh gosh, dude, you got to watch Titan. Actually, it's technically Titan. Yeah. Uh, it's I've a, seen the trailer. That's about all I need to see. No, you got to watch it. That's what we're discussing <laughs> for this Thursday's episode. We had JP watch it. So you got to watch Titanium. One 
heck of a gear shifter. That's right. That is right. <laughs> I want to be friends with it. Anyway, all right. Love you, Tanner. Thank you. See you, bud. Right, you're Bye. welcome. <laughs> uh, that's why you need friends. Get you some friends like we have. Yeah. They're great. I don't know how much I'll keep that, but. Oh, no, you got to keep that. That is, listen, here's the thing. I'm going to make a disclaimer for everybody who listens to this podcast, whether you're in Scotland, Mexico, Israel, because, you know, people be listening to this randomly all over. We're both Christian, man. JP is much more conservative. I don't mean that in a political way. I mean, no, like, I just, in terms of. Just, I just watch. Yeah. yeah. JP is much more mindful about what is said. Yeah. And what isn't said. My thoughts do not reflect JP's thoughts. I am a Christian, but I am a loose cannon, and I have a totally different filter. And that's why my daddy doesn't like my podcast, because my daddy doesn't agree with my humor selection. <laughs> okay. But you know what? My daddy loves me. Uh, hey, side, side note real quick. We'll jump back into Biosphere. What do you think about people saying daddy God? Um, I really hate it. I, I don't. Are you a daddy God guy? I don't, I don't hate it. I don't normally people trust. people pray daddy God? I don't. I don't trust those people more often than not. Like, only, have you I'm ever hoping. prayed and you just had the urge to say, no. thank you, daddy God? No. No, it's a forced, that's, it's a forced cultural thing. It's gross. Uh, yeah. Mostly Probably. focused. Mostly focused. Anyway, Probably. so yeah. Uh, and then there's a green light in the sky and biosphere. Yeah, yeah. So how this movie ends, though. It's frustrating. It's. I thought it was frustrating. It's not the worst ending. What the heck is the green light? The sun? I think it's an experiment. Like the, they, this whole thing is a science experiment. So nothing's actually wrong in the world. I mean, you watched Asteroid City. Yeah. That's immediately what I thought of when I saw that green light. It's like it's freaking aliens or it's the government or something. I don't know what. They are the government though. But from what we understand, Mark Duplass president was not the most. Uh, but Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. Was. He was just an advisor though. Yeah. But you think he would probably know. I think he was, I think they were pretty much done for. Because the way they were talking about was like they had seen these other shelters and stuff like that. Unless you think it was like a worldwide experiment. I, I think it was aliens. Hmm. I think these aliens were like, oh, we're going to come save them. And then they found out they could save themselves. I don't know about that. I, we, <laughs> I don't know either. Oh, I was like, I think, I, I think I'm going to part pass with you on your, <laughs> on your, I, 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 I more or less, I think it was an experiment. Hmm. Interesting. There's I uh, no can't other wait reason to have somebody come watch this and discuss it with us again. We'll have to talk about Biosphere once a month. Mm, so. I'm good. Anyway, yeah, that's Biosphere. You gave it three and a half. Three? Three and a half. Three. You gave it three. three. Uh, I gave it three and a half. Yeah, the ending, honestly, was the, just the, the thing that no, no, no. probably kept it from being a, a four star for me. Oh, a four. Yeah, dude, the, the chemistry was great. Oh, yeah, great. Sterling K. Brown, mm -hmm. listen, Strong. this is us. He's going to be making a lot of money for years and years to come. Yes. But there are moments where he is absolutely great on that screen. You're not wrong. Um, and he's just, yeah, it's great. I saw him in like Hotel Artemis. Oh, yeah, he's in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decent. Yeah. Not a great movie, but no. very Poor underrated. Man's John Wick. Under, underrated performance mm -hmm. from him. So, yeah, that's that's basically everything I watched this week. Um, it's football season. So, I've been watching a lot of football. Yeah, Kentucky looked okay. Kentucky looked look good no they look they look they, look, they should kentucky looked how kentucky always looks the last four or five years at the beginning it's like oh hey they're beating the crap out of no. ball state then you really look it's like there's a lot of little worrisome it things when worse. it comes to could have been worse it so, could have been worse that's for sure look, that's why they look good i was way more interested in the colorado game i watched way more colorado tcu at work than i did oh. kentucky point being is i watched a lot of football i college football is c plus for me Oh, NFL is raging boner for me. And I can't wait. Yeah. Thursday, baby. Got Sunday ticket, man. I, I'm excited. I was I, Thursday. Y'all got to change your practice off of Thursdays. It's I the just, most inconvenient night for me. And I say that I'm not on the worship team, but it's the most inconvenient night it, for me. It's the most because, inconvenient night for me as well. Because it's opening movie night. Movies open on Thursdays. And now it's Thursday night football. You know what also comes on Thursdays when college basketball plays? Kentucky plays a lot on Thursday nights. It's either the yeah. weekends or Thursday nights. They play on Wednesdays sometimes. Not as often. Oh, point point being though, it's time for y'all to change it to Tuesdays. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of a lot of football though. So well, who does anything on Tuesday nights? Nobody. Uh, we do some stuff on Tuesdays. We'll change it. Make do your stuff on Thursdays. You don't have to practice on Tuesday because you'll forget everything come Sunday. 
you had no time no, to prepare. Y'all are y'all are professionals. Speaking of which, last last side tangent here. Why was it only you two? I loved it. It but, was us because everybody else was on vacation because it was Labor Day weekend. Oh, Abby said that, and I was like, surely not every other person was gone. A lot of them were. Oh, <laughs> like, like probably six of the other. I hadn't heard. Uh, Risen and exalted one, Jesus. Yes. And forever. I love that Holy song. Holy anointed one. It's not a hymn, though, Abby said. No. It's I thought just it was a hymn. She goes, not all old songs are hymns. Like, no, it's I didn't like grow a, up on hymns. That's a hymn to me. It's like a Maranatha, like um, Sandra, Vineyard. What was her name? Vineyard song, I think. Oh, no. What was her name? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I don't know. Belichick. No, not Belichick. <laughs> not Bill. Oh, no. Sandy Patty. I don't, I don't know what you're talking nah, about. I don't know. Regardless, let's go into the news. Yes, You please. ready for some news? Wow. Yeah. You put these first two notes in here. I moved some stuff. Maestro's costume designer apologized if people were offended. Did she do the name or the nose? No. Well, I mean, yeah, she's responsible. I th- the costume is well, responsible for it, nose? The costume is probably not right. The makeup artist or whoever is. But he's keeping is, the nose. Why apologize? Well, it's more or less of like a it the 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 comment was more or less like. Like if this offends you, I'm sorry, but like this is oh, what I didn't it is. That's why I was asking. Yeah. Was, this is what yeah. like, hey, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. We're gonna no, change it. it. It's just, it's more of Don't like a sit in your lap. It's like a like if this if this offends you, I'm sorry, but this is what we kind of had to do. Yeah. Oh shit. Make up your mind, dog. Luna's a weird dog, man. Luna's weird. Does she like pillows? She likes laying I, on pillows. I, no, she likes blankets, but I don't want to give my blanket up. You should be covered with it. She's she's weird, man. Anyway, like she's gonna skirt the edges. Yeah, I don't think there's anything to apologize for. I think people have moved on from the Jew face controversy. Speaking of speaking of Jew face controversy, uh, so our boy Bradley Cooper, aka Garrett's fantasy football name, oh my God, <laughs> uh, Jew face Cooper, uh, plays Matt Bomer's ass bongos in the new movie. So were you reading this news story I typed in? Like, what? I figured you, like, misspelled something. <laughs> no, I did not. I, it was this is like, exactly how I wanted it. So apparently... I don't it, like this. Yeah, apparently in this movie, there's a very prolonged scene where Bradley Cooper and Matt Bomer are naked together. Okay. And he plays his... But I don't know if anybody's ever seen Matt Bomer's butt. I have before in another movie. Dude's yeah. stacked like Paul Mescal in After Sun. Like just pancakes like just on pancakes. pancakes, baby. No like, pancakes, because pancakes are flat. That's true. Well, he's got stacked. Double cheeked up. Yeah, yeah. He's he's stacked, baby. <laughs> okay. Uh apparently uh, Maestro, uh Bradley Cooper quote plays them like bongos. Well. It's inspiration. I can't wait. I can't wait. I knew this is gonna be this is gonna be this generation's Jay Edgar. It is what it is. You gotta watch Jay Edgar now. I I've heard I've heard enough about Jay Edgar to know that's probably gonna be very accurate. I'm right on, man. That's why you come here. You come here for facts. Yeah. Uh so next point though, um Strike Force Five's podcast. This was announced. Uh, I thought this was interesting just because, like, you know, it's strike related. Um, and so if you are a you know cable TV consumer. Um, you watching stuff late at night and you like your Jimmy Fallon or your Stephen Colbert or your um, Jimmy Fat or uh, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon again. Yeah. I really uh, like your Jimmy Fallon. No, who's uh, a shoot from. Uh, I'll wait. <laughs> for, no, I'll save it for another news story. I was going to test it out, but I'll wait till the news story. I, I appreciate it. that. Well, um, I don't know. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Yeah. That's who I'm thinking of. And Seth, uh, Seth Myers. They've started a podcast. Um, in support of the uh, SAG uh, strike and basically mm-hmm. proceeds and all that stuff going towards it. Um, be like a good tell-all. I, I actually will probably give this a listen. Just couldn't wait. Uh, I just couldn't wait. The other one. Just couldn't wait. It. I, but, I'm, but yeah, this is just a creative way to um, help people out. Um, one of the financial... Really helping anybody out though. Yeah, they're helping, like, they're giving money to Why don't they just the SAG give their own help. money? Like, the whole Oprah and the Rock thing in Hawaii right now. Yeah, that's, why, that is, that's pretty rough. Celebrities are selfish. I think. I would be, too. I'm telling you, I would be, no, too. No, I think you sever, like, a piece of your own consciousness, like, like, self-awareness, whenever you they get that much money. They also sell their soul to Satan. You yeah. know, it's funny, it used to be a conspiracy. 
I'm not so sure it is anymore. <laughs> in a lot of them. It's some weird stuff right now. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, that is neat. I didn't look click the link, so I'm glad to know what it is. Good thing is, I don't care about half of those people, though. Well, I think it's just, I think it's interesting. This type of stuff, I think, is interesting. You're watching like, modern SNL. You're, you're basically podcasting with a future SNL savior right now. You've seen my skits for Benton Ford. I sketch those out. Not with the right. I don't write them down. Luna underneath there? Yeah. She wants my snot rags. Oh, okay. okay. If she gets one, let me know. Okay. I didn't know if she's just going back there to do some do a deed or something. No, she does a deed. She does it right here. Right in front of you. Well, she did it on three different stairs the other night, too. Oh, great. There's poop on one stair, one stair, one stair. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I am glad they're doing this, but I will not listen. You will, though. Yeah. And you'll enjoy it. Sure. You know what Maybe. I, you and I are going to enjoy? What? For spooky season? No. We're watching Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. No, we're not. Because you said, you said, everything you're going to watch this for foodie season. We got plenty of time. We're in September, baby. We're probably going to take a break. Actually, no, we're actually not. We only have not too many more of these, to be honest. We're in September now. Yeah. Uh, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey is getting a sequel, and Tigger's going to be in it. Apparently, they murdered Piglet in the first one or something. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Or Eeyore. Maybe they murdered Eeyore. I'm not sure sadness incurs, but now that I know it's getting a sequel and Tigger's my boy, I'm going to have to watch it. Um, at a scale of one to 10, how excited are you? Negative? Negative. Just negative. Do you have no desire to watch this camp horror? I zero. Okay. I, this is like the worst type for me. Mm. Camp, camp horror is the worst. So what have I told you that Toy Story 5 is bringing Andy back? Um, this planet is toxic. Closing oven to conserve oxygen. Scanning perimeter. Found it yet? Laser at full power. Still nothing. Approaching destination. Reengaging gravity. Area okay. Secure. Buzz Lightyear at your service. There it there is. Was. I was waiting for it. I just I'll cut out the other ones. <laughs> no, they stay. It's, uh, it's a search. Uh, so I bought these replica. Like this is like from yeah. the movie. That's why I'm keeping it in here forever. And when we get a studio, which me and Abby are considering taking out a home equity loan, um, instead of buying anything new, and that'll be part of the thing we do. Yeah. This will be in the background because okay. I don't have anywhere else to put it anyway. Uh, it's it's an original like from the Toy Story movie, Buzz Lightyear, Casey. Yeah. With Buzz Lightyear in there. <laughs> anyway, so uh, apparently the plot of Toy Story 5 is Andy's coming back home and wants to reunite with his toys or something. Yeah. Uh, and people are very upset about that because of the Toy Story 3 the whole I'm, arc is Andy getting rid of his toys and like the sacrifice and all that stuff. Now all of a sudden Andy's coming back. We've but, already handed him off to Bonnie. But the sacrifice is like okay, the but closing. What's of the a, point of Toy Story four? And Toy Story like he like the end of Toy every, Story four. Spoiler alert: Buzz stays with Bo Peep to be like a misfit toy on yeah. purpose, and Buzz and all of them go back with Bonnie. How are they ever supposed to reunite again? Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe they'll find them on eBay or something like that. Well, at this point, Bob Iger is going to end up writing this movie and it's going to blow because yeah. <laughs> he does not want to help the writers. Yeah. Um, but I am excited for Toy Story 5. I, yeah, I would have been fine with Toy Story being done after 3. Yeah, Toy but Story 4 was good. I said why, that and then I liked Toy Story 4. Yeah, but why 3 and, was... But to answer your question though, why 3 is so effective is because it's not... I, and I don't have an issue with Andy coming back is because... It was the effect of like, it was the emotional effect. Like you grew up with yeah. him, and it's a end of an age and phase of life. Mm -hmm. And him coming back, there's no going back to that. It's no. still over. Yeah. So, just something familiar for people, probably. Yeah. Uh, speaking of familiar with people, and it's not a surprise. Wes Anderson's new short opens to career best Rotten Tomatoes review. Wow. Mm -hmm. Short. Yep. The Wonderful Life of Henry Sugar. It's supposed to be like thirty minutes. Thirty-seven. Yep. Uh, I'm not surprised by this. It seems like every, every time he releases something new, you get this. Except for Asteroid City hasn't fared as well now that it's hit streamers. Yeah. It's one of they it's like his mid-tier movie. Yeah. And the more I've thought about it, I also found myself bored I'm, in that movie. I'm ready to do a rewatch. And, oh, I'm, and not, I'm definitely not ready to do a rewatch. Um, I will do a rewatch soon. Because that is... It was, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I gave it, I think, three and a half stars. Maybe four. Four and a half. I think I made it four. Three and a half or four. But now that I thought back, I'm like, you know what? I think I was actually kind of bored in that movie some. But anyway, good for Wes Anderson. I'm very excited about The Wonderful Life of Henry Sugar because I love Benedict Cumberbatch and I think that's a great pairing. So yeah. I'm excited to see that. But poor things. Oh, so it's showing it tell you, Rod. Yeah. And somewhere else coming up real soon. But anyway, the tell you, Rod reviews, and this is multiple outlets, like big outlets saying yeah. it's, it's getting a bunch of masterpiece buzz. Like, 
better than Oppenheimer, better than like all oh, t- different kind of movie, but different yes. Different type of movie, yes. performances. Yeah. Um, who's the author? Um, you mean the director? Yorgos Yorgos yeah. Latramos. Yeah, I saw um, I saw a headline where he I read a little bit of the article of just how he was raving about how um, Emma and yeah, he told her up front like, hey, if you're not comfortable <laughs> being naked all the time and like sex stuff, this ain't gonna be for you. Yeah, well, he was very op- open and like complimentary of her performance and her intimacy coach and like what goes into that mm-hmm. for for a movie. Um, just saying like it was. Like you can expect, you can expect a good performance in this movie because of how well they work together. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they did confirm it's not moving out of this year, so awesome. I'm very excited because yeah. Poor Things is. I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. Poor Things is gonna be my favorite film of this year. Sleeper. No, not a sleeper. I mean, sleeper for like a moment. Yeah, the moment. Yeah, especially with Dune out of the way. Yeah. Nothing's gonna be. It's gonna be Oppenheimer and uh, Killers of a Flower Moon. There's just no way it's not those two. But uh, Poor Things is now, I think, going to be, yeah, right there, right there with them. Three or four. I think Poor <laughs> Things will be the one that bumps Barbie out of any contention. I don't know with how, like, raunchy isn't the right word, but how, like... Uh, it's not going to be cr- audience as friendly, but for yeah. an award show, if Barbie had a chance to slip in there, I think Poor Things is a sim- not <sighs> When I say similar, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's, it is similar to Barbie. It will but have, not like what the movie is. Yeah. I think you can't have Barbie and poor things for some reason. I just feel like they're so... You got like Barbie and lead. rated R. No. Well, the female lead, it's a feminist movie. Yeah. It's also very imaginative and vibrant and bright and com- and comedic. I just don't think you have both of those films running for best picture. I won't be surprised if it's both. So we'll just wait and see. We'll wait and see. But I, yeah. I, I just think that they're going to be too similar. But yeah. maybe I hope not. I hope not. But I, I I'm excited for poor things. I'm glad it's getting the rage. Um, Adam Driver calls out Amazon and uh, Netflix in support of the SAG strike. This your boy. Yeah. So actually, um, with we talked about this a little bit earlier with the Ferrari. Yeah, you meant you mentioned it. Um, but Adam Driver in his uh press release and all that stuff for um for Ferrari was kind of raving about neon is like, look, the only reason I'm here is because neon was able to meet all our needs. Like Mm -hmm. they were one of the first and basically calls them out. Um, he, uh, yeah, this is actually what he said. And so I'm very happy to be here, support this movie and, and to the, uh, truncated schedule. I didn't know that word. Um, that, we had to shoot it in the efforts that all, all the incredible actors works in, t- in this crew. But also I'm very proud to be here as a visual representation of the movie. That's not part of the AMTP and to promote the SAG leadership uh, directive, which is effective tactic, which is the interim interim agreement. Um, so basically he's just, basically he's just saying neon is the small independent and surprisingly is able to see the value in everyone that's involved in this and, and go ahead and pay. And that's why I'm here. And then, and I'm, I'm happy to do so. So why can't, um, basically, um, why can't Amazon, um, and, um, Netflix like support all these actors. And the only answer is greed. Oh, so, for sure. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I am shocked they haven't caved yet because it's just getting more and more traction. I mean, the only reason they haven't caved is because it hurt their pocket yet. Yeah. Are you talking the actors cave? No. Oh yeah. Like studios. studios, I think they would have by now. Like, what do they think they're going to do eventually? Who knows, man? I wouldn't be sure they just stall the industry out. Yeah. Well, there's to prove a point. Like they're at that point now. So last within the last week or two, um, all of the animation or like CGI artists for Marvel have unionized. Saw that. Um, I want to say there was like, there was like another offshoot, like someone affiliated, but they were inspired because of what the Marvel uh, people done as well. But this is like, it's a chain reaction type thing. It's a perfect storm because again, all of these streamers and stuff are curving like expectations and hiding, you know, like you're in music, like in 
all all these different artists and stuff that you follow mm-hmm. like all the beef that they have MXPX with spotify new, bond away home fantastic um like the new like all, all the beef that people have with spotify and all the transparency like, bro well yeah you you like the ui oh yeah but yeah, what no, spotify people what yeah. spotify does for their artists like yeah. in the transparency that comes with that um now granted spotify does well as far as like monthly listeners i think oh yeah they crush it yeah that's good but as a whole like streamers are not the best in being transparent movies especially so who knows who's no, who knows what will happen uh you also have one more news story on here i do yeah yep jewface cooper plays bomber's ass bongos i forgot to delete that that's okay it's worth that. it's worth saying i just wanted to say it one more time because <laughs> <laughs> i love that it's in there twice yeah i don't know why i thought you were trying to say like how, how boomers else? boomers <laughs> how, what else Jewface cooper plays bomber's ass bongos what else could I, that be i don't think i was reading words oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been this has been a lot i've, this has I've, been a lot. I've very much enjoyed that's good to hear i'm glad this. i'm glad to hear that yeah uh yeah so this is that's the end we've done it we've we've walked yeah. through another episode uh so that brings us to uh thursday's episode coming up where we're gonna we watched some foreign language films, some spooky yeah, films, funny th- games, 1997's funny games and, uh, 2018 Titan or Titan. Well, I think I, Americans call it Titan, but I think it's actually Titan. Okay. Or Titan. Yeah. This is European and all surprisingly like slasher related gore. Gore. Yeah. yeah but. I've been surprised. Almost every movie that we've picked, there's I, been because I'm holding out for the scary stuff closer. No, to Halloween. no, no. I'm not talking about the scary level. I'm oh. just talking about the like the similarities. Oh yeah. There's been like some common threads, themes. Uh, and I guess you're gonna because you haven't told me this, you're gonna discuss them on Thursday now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What, what's our topic for Thursday? Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. Um, body horror, gores and horrors. Yeah, this movie's that gonna have it. This. Yeah, so all right, uh, tits and bits. I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, hey, it works. Uh, anyway, yeah. So this has been another episode of Mostly Film. If you like what you're listening to and are uh, happy and you're just feeling happy and ecstatic and joyful and like you know the Flintstones pop in your head, that means we've done our job. And the reason I say the Flintstones is like when I think of something happy and nostalgic, I'm like, oh, hey, the Flintstones. Yeah, I, I was hoping you'd give an explanation. I was lost. Yeah. Uh, my mind is just an ADD pit. You just got to kind of go with it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you like what you listen to, like, subscribe, follow us, um, interact with us. Let us know what you think about Jewface Cooper playing Bomber's Ass Bongos. And uh, if that's not the title for this episode, I've really gone astray. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not to gonna tie. I know I'm not gonna title it that. That's gonna bring too much, too much heat to you, Mr. Payton. Right. Uh, anyway, but this has been another episode. If you like us, show us your love. Let us know how much you like us. Uh, we'll be back with you on Thursday. We break down Titan and funny games and talk about body horror, you know, gore and horrors and tits and bits. All right. Uh, so my name is Jonathan. I'm one of your co- hosts. I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, JP Payton. Say goodbye. That's yeah, bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. We'll see you all soon. Bye.